And that's going to mean that my relationship with him is more useful to him and it's going to be better for the relation of other people, the relationship of other people with him. Be gentle. Let your gentleness be evident to all the Lord is near. Don't be anxious. In our society, anxiety is perhaps the big thing. We talk about materialism and we talk about other things, don't we? But anxiety, fear about our health, about the future, anxiety. The hospitals, the health service are full. Anxiety, medication, self-medication with things that don't actually change it, they just paint over it for a bit. Anxiety. And how does Paul suggest that we, we, we tackle that? He says, pray. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Prayer and petition, not just asking more. He wants us to enter into prayer, a conversation with God. He wants us to ask, but he wants us to rely on him and his word, I think. That's what prayer is, isn't it? It's not just a shopping list, not just cosmic shopping. And the verses in 1 Corinthians, that uh, you won't be tempted beyond what you can bear. God will provide with the temptation, a way of escape, that you may be able to bear it. You will not be tempted beyond what you can bear. And at the end of that verse, it says God is faithful. We can rely on that. It's hard to believe sometimes, isn't it? I don't think I can manage to cope with this. I really don't think I can. But God is faithful. How can I say these things when life for me is comfortable? But it's in his word. Prayer and petition, thanksgiving. That's very old fashioned, isn't it? Count your blessings. But what are the requests? Are they just for me? Make your requests known to the Lord. Is it just for me and mine? Or is it for the church and the world? But this... Um, there's a promise at the end of that. The peace of God. So don't be anxious. Pray, prayer, petition, thanksgiving, present your requests, and, there's a link, and, there's a link between the two. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your. The Greek word is bowel and mind. Your innermost being, your emotions, yes. And your mind, the bits of you that think and the bits of you that experience and feel. Let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. And then he says, and this is the bit that Liz likes because every time I'm particularly poisonous, difficult and grouchy, she says that she goes off and does this. I hope it's true. Think about such things. He says in verse 8, what things? 
whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. My neighbor's misbehavior yesterday afternoon, oh no, not in the list. My miserable feelings about this, that, and the other, no, not in the list. Think about such things, whatever you've learned or received or heard from me, put into practice. So put into practice what's in the book. And there's a promise. Is there anything better than the peace of God? The God of peace will be with you, not just what he brings. God himself will be with you. It's what Jesus prayed in John 14, 15, 16, 17. I in them, you in me, the God of peace with us. And just to finish with uh, two things. One is from 1 John. Again, he's given this explanation about confession and forgiveness. But he says that he's writing this about his relationship with God. And he says, we write this to make our joy complete. And you think, that's not right, it must be your joy. No. He says it's his joy to communicate to other people his relationship fellowship with God. I bought a rowing machine some time ago. You probably heard me say this before, put it in the house. I was trying to get fit. I put it up and Liz says, ooh, will this help me to lose weight? And you can all say it together, can't you? Only if you sit on it. All this that we do when we come to church, all this, that we listen, we hear, we pray. Will it help us to gain joy and peace? And if we do it, if we do, if we're hearers only, it's a bit different. James says, don't be hearers only, be doers also of the word. So, if God has opened his word and his will today, Please, think about it, act on it, before coffee. Amen. Ah, fruit. John 15, abide in the vine. Here's a bit of vine. There is the tiniest, tiniest suggestion of fruit. It's not really much good. But what's fruit for? Is it to admire? Is it to look at? That's blossom, isn't it? Isn't it blossom that we look at? Fruit you eat. And there are some plums here uh, which you might care to eat, and I'll put them at the back. It's a visual aid, isn't it, for not just, not just looking and thinking, but actually consuming, taking into your innermost being the Word of God. Amen. Thank you, David. Challenging word from Paul through David this morning, and hopefully into your heart and mind is thinking, consider, consider what's been said. And we're going to do that now uh, in a different way. I'm just going to ask you to stand in a moment, and there'll be a song playing. 
But it may be that perhaps in some way something that has been said this morning of anxiety, of unforgiveness, of needing that peace that passes understanding in a situation you're facing or somebody you know that you're carrying and you just like to come and simply ask for that peace of God to come upon you afresh this morning. When I was preparing this morning's service, I, I had this picture. I sometimes get pictures. It's a sort of a where God speaks to me. I'm a very visual person who lives in the world God created and saw that he made and was good. But it was of somebody sat looking at a dry riverbed and there was nothing flowing through. But the strange thing was they were just sat there waiting that one day they felt something would begin to flow like water again would come down and they could put themselves in the water. Now, I don't know what that may be for you this morning. It may be you're wanting that forgiveness to flow through. You're wanting the peace. Or simply you've lost joy. There's a film at the moment, isn't there? I can't remember what it's called. Inside Out. Where joy is quite irritating in a way in the film. And she has a struggle with sorrow. It's a fascinating film. But perhaps you're struggling. And you've lost joy somewhere. And you're sat, just waiting. It may be the need to get up this morning and come. And some people were here to pray during this song that appropriately, amazingly, chosen by Claudio, is called Flood Over Me, which we're going to stand and sing now and consider, consider. I love that moment of David. Consider and our guts. What God is speaking to you about this morning on this wet summer's day in Bath. How does the Lord, the sovereign God, want you to respond?